0: With our loved ones, we often hurt them the most. For me personally, I apologize the least because I assume that they will just forgive me because I love them and they love me. I'm Leon Guidry, and this is
1: the Brother Be Well podcast brought to you by Sutter Health and the Sacramento County Division of Behavioral Health Services through the voter-approved Proposition 63 Mental Health Services Act. We're going to help you level up and lean into effective solutions for mental health and sustainable wellness for boys and men of color.
2: Dr. Carlos, chime in on any one of what any of us have talked
1: about before we take a look at that video. What do you think? You guys are speaking gold. Seriously, I mean, as, as small as the phrase apology or I'm sorry, is it means a world of difference to people, uh, not just to the person that's making the apology but to the person that's receiving the message. So, you know, thank you guys for being open and sharing. Everything's on point. Um, Patrick, you you laid it down, you know, mindfulness, be aware that you did something wrong, validate those feelings. You know, I'm terribly sorry. I even take it one step further and I say, hey, instead of saying I'm sorry, because I'm I'm a horrible person, I just throw in that word out. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I take it one step further and I say, hey, you know what, can you please forgive me because I wronged you? And, you know, it's something different and grabs their attention. So yeah, great, great, great job. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that, Dr. Carlos.
2: Mustafa Before I see in the chat you wanted to, to add something that I, that I didn't mean to talk over you, something you want to add before we take a look at that video. Uh, sorry to interrupt you guys, but I,
3: I that reminded me of my youth, when I was a little younger, when I was about 9 or 10. Uh, I used to help my dad all, around cars all the time. My dad worked his entire life on cars, and I usually try to learn a few things here and there, and I learned from computers. And men on men we get into heated arguments. Sometimes they last weeks, sometimes they last last hours. <laughs> and my mom usually is the referee. Um uh, what we learned is that tables are off and the kitchen is off limits when we argue. So we, we don't <laughs> argue there. We usually argue in the garage.
2: I and like we, that. Sometimes
3: it gets into yelling. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, he, I, I, I know, I know his point of view, he, he's been like, he's working on his car his entire life and he doesn't want like a, a, a person who's 10 years old, who just started working with him like a couple, couple months ago to correct him on something that he knows what to do. And, um, uh, sometimes he explains it to me. And then, uh, even then I know I'm in the wrong, but I keep going <laughs> and, uh, so, so I, I learned to apologize uh, at an early age. But, um, but the thing is, sometimes we keep going even after we know we're wrong, and sometimes we just gotta stop, think about it for a minute, no, no, see their point of view, how how they view it, and say, you know what, I, I am sorry. I see how you're viewing it, and I, I I am I am sorry for doing this and that. Um, my mom was usually trying to uh, was the referee again. Sometimes she tries to explain it what I'm trying to say, and sometimes my mom explains what my dad is trying to say. Uh, we do we don't really speak well to each other. Sometimes we don't know how to apologize to each other. But um, usually our acts reflect that. And we say, you know what? You're you're right. I I am sorry. And sometimes uh, if you're like getting heated with an argument, like with someone who's younger. Uh, just be the bigger, bigger person, and tell them, you know what? This is how I view it. This, this from my experience, this is what I see, and that that's what you're doing wrong,
2: Mustafa. I really appreciate that. And, and I, you, did you see? I'm curious. Have you looked at the video that we're about to look at? Have you seen it already? No, no, I have not. Seen. Okay, then you are clairvoyant because something you just said suggested to me that you've already seen this video. You reference sometimes we let it go on too long. So keep that thought in mind, Mister Mustafa uh, has has a career in in uh, broadcasting. I can see that's a great teaser, Mustafa. Take a look at this video, if you would. It's only about four or so minutes long, but it, it this 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 gentleman talks about um, needing to to ask for forgiveness and and how potentially things went a little longer than they should have. Take a look at this video, and then our group will be right back.
4: In the year. 2009, my father passed away he was a patient of Parkinson's disease suddenly one morning I just got a call from my mother saying he's gone I remember when I was in university for two years I did not speak a single word to my father we had some differences of opinion loving father, so upset with him I did not speak a single word with him for two years. And just before I came to the Hare Krishna movement and joined the monastery, just a couple of months before that, my father came and fell at my feet, putting his head on my feet, crying and begging, Son, please speak to me. I remember ignoring that request. My mom said, son is your dad, don't do that to him please. And just because my mother said, I started talking to him. And in a couple of weeks, I left home to become a monk just after I started talking to him. Every single year from the year 1996 until 2009, I went home to see my parents and I wanted to say sorry dad I shouldn't have done this to you and whenever I went home there's this three lettered word called ego that told me you were right why do you have to say sorry I remember that word ego I just couldn't say it that morning, when I received a call from my mom, when my father had left, even in the year 2009, just before coming here to England, I'd gone to see my dad, thinking, I'll see her. Oh, sorry, I didn't. And he had really turned very, very much appreciative of the work that I did, was asking for the recordings of my talks and all of that stuff. And I got back from England, and in just a month's time, I received this phone call, he was gone. I went for the funeral. I remember putting my head at my dad's feet for the one final time. Dropping a few unseen tears who nobody would ever know until I told the story to you. And with those tears saying, Dad, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done this to you. I shouldn't have done this to you. You never know how long people are with us. And you cannot take a chance to mess up with the most amazing experiences of love just because something happened. Ladies and gentlemen, forgiveness is the foundation of a meaningful, deep, true, relationship. To let go if somebody has hurt us and to say you're sorry if we have hurt somebody and letting things go is what makes relationships profound, meaningful and deep. Which is why I say when you say you're sorry, it doesn't mean that you are wrong. It just means that you value the person and the relationship more than being right. You have to choose. What do you want? Being right or love? And if you want love, sometimes you have to say, sorry, even if you are
2: can't wait to get back into the group and talk about that video. I thought so many parts of it were so incredibly powerful. Um the overall theme is we don't have a you know my older brother talks about a ticking clock. We've all got a ticking clock. We don't know how much time we have. Um but time is running out. No matter how much time you got ahead of you, it's running out. And so if you know that you've wronged someone, it behooves you to get in there and apologize. So let's bring our, our group back. We've got a couple of Hog Institute mentors, a uh, Brother B. Well Clinical Advisor and Patrick Ma, two youth, Ted and Mustafa. Um, and and then Dr. Carlos with uh, uh associate marriage and family therapist with hearyou.org. What do you guys think about? What do you think about the video? You see what I'm saying now, Mustafa? I thought you had seen it because when you talked about that that time running out. Um that piece of that was really powerful. And in a second, I'll tell a story about my sister and I and a little glitch we had a few years ago. But I want to I want to hear your perspectives first on that video. We got a few minutes still. So what who wants to go first? Uh maybe
5: Ted. What do you think about that? Um I mean I was watching it uh and uh... I was just processing, um, as he was talking about his relationship with his dad, I was processing my relationship with mine and how I feel like one thing that kind of jumped out at me was, you know, if you feel like someone's wronged you and, you know, he was saying how even, you know, love means apologizing, even if you're right. Um, I think that's how he said it. Um, so I think I was also thinking about my relationship with my dad and how would be, I would be willing to apologize for certain things, and I also feel like he definitely wronged me in, in different ways. So I, I, was just thinking about the whole thing of how you know love is. I don't know if it's a two-way street. Maybe you can tell me what you think, but just thinking, you know, because just like what is love? I was even like thinking about what is love and. You know, if you love someone more than they love you, should you still apologize? How does that work? Um, So yeah, I don't know. It was just I was very powerful stuff he said for sure. I think I was just like kind of retracing my own memories with my dad and kind of applying what worked for him and you know just basically like re-examining what it would mean for my Mm -hmm. dad to sit down and apologize to each other or something like that. Um, so, yeah, it just caught me thinking about that. It was pretty deep. To be honest, I'm still thinking about
2: it. Uh, and that's why I wanted to call on you first. And and I figured I know you well enough that I've got the same couple of the same questions about that video. And in fact, I would challenge him a little bit. Um, it means apologizing means you care more about the person than about being right. And that was such a complex so, sentence for me. I don't know that I agree with him. Um, I'm not one of those people that always has to be right. Patrick's gonna say, "Yeah, right. Of course you are, Michael." But I'm really not. in the In the case of a, <laughs> in the case of a, of an interpersonal relationship, I, I think Dr. Carlos, I think you said early on, there are many rights, there are many versions of the truth, even. So all I have is really my perspective. So if I'm in a debate or argument, when I was younger. I mean, not only did the words Michael is right mean a lot to me, but I was the first one to say I told you so. That was always what fell out of my mouth. And as I've gotten older, I don't even feel the need to to remind someone that I may have been right because I don't, I think there are many versions of right. So I appreciate Ted. I'm still unpacking a lot of that video, too. Patrick, you got something you want to add. So let's let's hear from you. And then Mustafa, you want to jump in. So Patrick first. Michael, don't lie. You still say, I told you so. But just I didn't m- say it, don't say it. No, no. Let the record show like you say. I said I'm a human being. What did you say? I'm a human being.
0: Yeah. So that video is, I've seen similar videos like that before. And it's always tear jerking. But I think what stuck with me the most is the last sentence that he said. Do you want to be right or do you want love? And that's that hits home hard. I don't know if it's just me, but I felt like for me personally, in many instances, and I, I, I'm I'm almost embarrassed to admit, we hurt those who are the closest to us the most. Perhaps because we know their buttons so well and we can we can say things to, you know, pull their legs or, you know, get our point across in the in way that is not the kindest way, if that makes sense. Um So, you know, do you want to be right or you want to be, to, 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 have love? Um, with, with our loved ones, we often hurt them the most. And we, I feel like for me personally, I apologize the least because I assume that they will just forgive me because I love them and they love me. Um, but it shouldn't be the case. We should apologize more so to those we love the most because, you know, they interact with us more often and, you know, they often in time takes a lot in without expecting an apologize, uh, an apology, if that makes sense. And Dr. C, correct me if I'm wrong, that, that's just how I felt. And for me, you know, if I'm interacting with a coworker and I did something wrong, even just remotely wrong and, and hurt the feeling like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, because I want to hold, hold on to that peace in the work environment. At home, for whatever reason, perhaps it's my own trauma growing up, um, I feel like, and I've I'm gone to several therapy sessions where I felt like we hurt our partners so or our, our, you know, a wife, our husband or whoever the most, and we don't apologize enough and don't acknowledge their feelings enough. And I feel like that is why relationships fall apart. Um, so I would love to hear what Dr. C has to say about it.
2: I would love to hear what Dr. C has to say about it, too. And then, Mustafa, I want to hear from you. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's hear from Mustafa first on the video. He's our other youth guest. And then, Dr. C, why don't you chime in on all of this? So appreciate it. Mustafa, what are your thoughts about that video? What do you, what do you think? You know, I, I almost cried. Um, it
3: It is a little unfortunate that he didn't have the chance to uh, get it off his chest and apologize. Uh, well, it was a little a little late. But it's never too too late to, to apologize, even if it's uh, bringing co- closure to yourself uh, hmm. and not just taking off the weight off your heart. And uh, sometimes uh, me and my dad uh, would talk about it sometimes when I tell him, yeah, remember when we used to argue about the engine that Toyota, the Toyota GT had, was it a Yamaha or a Toyota GT or was it from the company or was it from BMW? <laughs> and, I, I used to say, "Hey, it was BMW who made it," and he used to say, "Yamaha used to made it," and we, we 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 always argue about it. It's like the silliest things. Uh, it even the the right right now looking at, back at it, it didn't even seem to worth arguing about such a long time, holding grudges against it. And now I just find it a little funny and a little pretty silly for from me from my part, not just holding grudges against him. Yeah, and yeah. that that I I feel really bad about it, and just to tell him I'm sorry, it j- just brings me a little closure and peace, knowing yeah. that I uh, I told him I'm sorry, and I made my my feelings clear to him that uh, I, he is right, and he knows more experience than me. Uh, it, it it felt silly, <laughs> and it felt a little uh, not not very uh, per se like uh, it wasn't mature. Per se, uh, it was a little childish, and uh, that 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 brought me a little closure. Telling them I'm sorry, it doesn't have to be even if you're all right, uh, you are right. It's sometimes it's just you moving on yeah. from from that, and not just being stuck at that one thing for the rest of,
1: of, of your life.
2: And I think that that word stuck is pretty powerful. Dr. Carlos, I'd like you to talk about that. I'm thinking like you said, I'm thinking about people in my personal life. I've got, I got a family member who was so, you know, again, they're different versions of different stories from my perspective, their behavior was so kind of egregiously crazy and insulting and offensive last summer. And I've not had a conversation with the person since. And it's not so much that I, I don't even need an apology just for my own mental and emotional health, I know I need to distance myself. That was a lot of energy that I just can't process. That, but uh, after that video, you know, where just with the holidays coming up, and I had decided not to send—I'm a big Christmas card person. So, you know, as I get to know you guys, if I get your addresses, you'll have your Christmas cards. I love the holidays, and so I decided to take this person off of my little Christmas list. And as I'm sitting listening to that video. I'm like, I got a box of cards anyway. A stamp is 55 cents or whatever. Drop a card in the mail. It ain't that deep. Do I think the person was wrong? Yes. Does it matter? No, it really doesn't matter. And what went down in July, we're now in December. So I am I can just move on past that. Dr. Carlos, what do you think about all of this, the video and, and all of what you've heard as a wrap up to that video?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, Like I said, I'm not just a clinical advisor, Mike. And, you know, you and I have said this before. I've said this to you. I'm I'm also a person. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. You know, and I've got my share of daddy issues as well, too, with apologies and things left unsaid. And, you know, we're not getting any younger. You know, things are things are eventually come to an end. Hopefully I can say what needs to be said before it happens. Um, Going back to Patrick, what you're talking about with uh, with um, uh, relationships, marriages, domestic partnerships, uh, a lot if i can say more correctly or succinctly is that it's complicated right why couples don't stay together or people stay together but uh the one of the biggest issues that i've seen in my experience is that it boils down to communication whether you're communicating about the bills or whatever the case may be you're communicating about work schedules you know parenting or saying uh, saying you're sorry Communication is a big part in relationships, but look at bigger pictures, not just husband and wife or domestic partnerships. It's also family members as we've been talking about it. And it might be kind of a bad analogy, but it's kind of like the Titanic with hitting the iceberg, you know, the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg could be the apology that's the person's waiting for. And there's so much under the surface because think of it all the times that someone has made us mad, whether it's the road rage, Patrick, Oh my gosh, you know, or whatever the case may be, but think about what was leading up to that one catalyst incident. You know, were you running late for traffic? Oh, I'm sorry, were you stuck in traffic, running late for an appointment? Or in the case of a friend, in you know, a, a friend or family member, what are they, what do they have going on the last couple of weeks that they're unable to shake um, issues at home, finances, whatever? And one little bad joke or one little thing that um, you, we, we, me might've said triggered them and it's sinking their ship. And all they really want is just to be validated. So, you know, complicated issue. I can talk about this forever. I don't want to take up too much of the time of the agenda, but you know, it's, it's true. All, all, everything you want to say is true. And with Mustafa and Ted, you know, you two being here, I mean, you, both of you look like you're 14, 15, you know, I'm not sure how old you all are, but I'm going to give you guys the young card. Um, a lot of times, you know, just hearing both of you talk, I was nowhere near as articulate where you are now. Uh, and and you know, thank you again for, for, you know, being so open and vulnerable. Uh, but you too are leaders in your own community, even at your young age of 16, 15, 12, how, however you are and your mentors uh, with the mentors here. So take what you, you know, take what you get. We learn from you, you learn from us. It's, a, it's a great conversation. So thank you.
2: I'm so glad you said the latter piece, uh, everything you said, Dr. Carlos, but don't they look super young? It reminds you of how old we are, right? Because I'm like 18, Mustafa and Ted, y'all look like you're in junior high school. So the, the thoughts really, the, the level of maturity and the discourse we're having is just really, refreshing and you are absolutely leaders in your community
1: thanks for listening to the brother be well podcast there are lots of people that look like us stepping up to take the journey to wellness stay connected by joining peer support groups and happenings in the brother be well community this month watch for text alerts and hook up with us for the next episode of brother be well i'm leon and we're out